Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm sorry, I pressed the wrong button. <laughs> so hot today, Sullivan. It's so hot. It's so hot today, I pressed it's, the wrong button. It's so hot. I just thought, I'm just going to end it now. You know what? <laughs> After <laughs> watching that Raw... Which way watched the countdown timer? <laughs> just at the end of the show. After watching that Raw, it's entirely fair. <laughs> what a boring show. Fun stream, that. <laughs> In and out in record time. You know oh. what? We've had conversations about how we these shows run long. Yeah. Like, so I thought, well, <laughs> this is how we get through it quicker. <laughs> just go. Damn, I'll just, I'll just throw straight to the outro every now and again. <laughs> Welcome, everyone, to the Monday Night Raw podcast stream here on the WrestleTalk podcast channel. I am Luke Owen, DAD, and I'm joined by Sullivan Bo Brown here to talk about quite the boring episode of Monday Night Raw. Uh, please, if you're first time here, Apologies for the ramshackle nature of this opening, <laughs> but subscribe. Yes. Subscribe anyway. Please. Press the little thumbs up button. Tell your friends. Clip this out and share it amongst pets and uh, get people to come across to our channel and join the fun and conversation. If you're all about joining fun and conversations, why not go to resttalk.com forward slash support. Get in your ultra chats, scores real air, because we'll read out every single one of them for five US dollars. Now, mm. point of order, apologies if... You can hear that noise in the background. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We have got the air conditioning. There is no air conditioning in this room. No. So we've got a portable air conditioning unit mm-hmm. that uh, Ollie rented like a couple of years ago. Yeah. And I, at the time, I was like, what a silly investment that is. Yes. What Ooh. a fool. What a fool. I'm so glad he did. <laughs> uh, so apologies if you can hear the fan. We really need it, though. Yes. Oh, it's very hot. It's hot. Have you been outside? Oh, it's horrible. It's oh, gross, isn't it? I feel like I'm on a racket. <laughs> And she was like swimming through the air trying to get to the shops. I looked earlier on, I made us a cup of tea. I looked out and my forearm was sweating. <laughs> I've never seen my forearm sweat in my whole life. I was writing a script earlier and I was like, how hot is it elsewhere? So I had a look at Death Valley. It was hotter here than it was in Death Valley. <laughs> it's too hot. Yeah. It's too hot. You know, we, we, we moan. It, all the time oh, about yeah. the weather being rubbish, and then it's it, but but now it's too much. It's too much. Do you know, here's, here's the thing, Solomon. I quite like it. Oh, I do. Yeah, I like it. Do you know, I slept great last night. 
Really? Oh, yeah. Now but, that is very impressive. But then again, I live in the countryside, so like I, I don't have urban heat yes. going against me. Yes, <laughs> like, yeah, absolutely. I've got nothing but fields. <laughs> I love the sun, but the heat, it's too much. Yeah, it's too much. But anyway, so if you can hear the fan, massive apologies. Oh, yes. uh, but we are going to talk about this episode of Raw, which was a real nothing happening episode yeah. of the show. Oh, yeah. Three hours of nothing. Yeah, real yeah. nothing happening episode. Like mm -hmm. just spinning wheels. Yep. It felt like like next week's show, the Madison Square Garden show, mm -hmm. feels like something big yes. might happen there. Yep. Roman Reigns is going to be on the show. So oh. like that, you know, there's they've announced that already. Uh, there's rumors, according to Fightful Select, that Edge is going to be on the show next week. That'd be good. We uh, got another tease for Edge's return on this show with him sort of like having some Rey Mysterio uh, mm. sort of iconography in there. Plus, you know, Dominic had that match. Sorry, Ray had the match with Damian Priest. And yep. they announced later on in the show it's going to be the Mysterions versus Judgment Day yep. next week in Madison Square Garden. And there's this angle with, is Dominic going to turn or anything? Mm -hmm. So there's like... Three storylines that may actually happen next week. Yes. And none of them would like on this show. Like, nothing was happening here. Yeah. Even when they were on the show, they didn't really do anything with them. No, because like like the Dominic and Rosirian was like, it was more or less the same as we got last week. We're yep. just like, do you want to join the group? Yep. Do you want to join the group? We're going to beat up your dad. Yeah. I think you should join this group. And then, and then he hasn't. So yep. like, we're still nowhere closer to where we were last week. Yep. But we are going to kick things off by talking about the opening segment of this show. Mm. So they're in Tampa, I believe. Yes, they're in Tampa. Yes. The home of Titus O'Neil. Yes. Ura, ura, ura. Indeed, yeah. as he always says. As he quite famously says. <laughs> and he came out to open the show, announced, you know, hey, I'm the, the global ambassador for WWE. Mm. Uh, I'm here to spread goodwill. And, you know, pay respects to our armed forces. Mm -hmm. USA. USA, USA. chance around. Yeah. Um, and then I was like, is this Raw or a quarterly investors call? <laughs> uh, Tyson O'Neill speaking now. I'm the global ambassador for WWE. <laughs> Here are my job responsibilities. <laughs> like, what is this opening? It was very weird corporate speak. Yeah. But then... The, like the whole purpose of this promo is for him to be like, hey, look, WWE, we're not here to talk about politics or religion. Yep. We're a safe haven. It's a great working environment backstage. Yep. Yep. And we just make sure that everyone is having a good time. <laughs> and I was like, oh, the Wall Street Journal have published two very damning articles about you now. You're like, on the offensive, on the offensive. Say nice things about it. Can't be Vince, though. People think that's weird. Titus, you go out there and do it. <laughs> We oh, it seems like we might have slightly misjudged that putting Vince out on television. Thing. <laughs> hey, it wasn't the best idea. Uh, it's Titus free. Come on, get Titus on the phone. Come on, come You're on. Too busy making backpacks for kids. <laughs> Put the backpacks down, Titus. Get over here now. Forget about the kids. You gotta worry about us, WWE. For goodness sake. And I, I, also, they've definitely used uh, politics and religious iconography throughout their history. 100%. Like, I made this joke in the news, but like, Muhammad Hassan is yeah. like both of them together in one. And it was like, hey, we wouldn't do anything divisive. <laughs> what are you talking Lads, about? What are you talking about? <laughs> do that all the time. <laughs> all the time. All the, all the time. They, did, they once did a match on Raw that was. And I'm doing Bucky O'Hare is for our podcast listeners. Mm. Donald Trump versus Rosie O'Donnell. 
But no, <laughs> we wouldn't do anything. No, no, no. All of these, nope. all these parts us. around here. We're just all having a good time. <laughs> and a nice time. Hey, kids, <laughs> have a backpack. <laughs> Mad. It was. It just felt like a really weird opening to the show. Very weird. Like I didn't. Like all I could think of was like, oh, this is a bizarre way to open. This feels like a quarterly investors call. Mm. And then he was like, welcome to Monday Night Raw. And I was like, why wasn't this just for the live crowd? Yeah. But really, it's because they needed this public thing. Yeah. This needs to be on TV. Mm. To, so like, if you have read the Wall Street Journal, or you've mm -hmm. seen like people talking about it on social media, you've seen people talking about it on the TikTok or whatnot, yep. and you're like, oh, I'm going to tune in to watch this Monday Night Raw, see what's happening. Mm. First thing you're seeing is, boom, this guy here, this impeccably dressed man. Yeah. This brilliant statue of a man. Yes. Such a great talker, a wonderful presence, incredibly charismatic man. Yep. Talking about, look at the good things that we do here. Mm. And I suppose if you're sort of Joe Public, and you see this, you're like, yeah. man, maybe the Wall Street Journal are the baddies here. Like, they are, they're actually the wrong ones in this story. Yeah. I think that's what WWE thinks people might think. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, is that I feel like with this and also with all the Vince stuff as well, I feel like constantly um, it, it, the, 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 head, the, the head honchos of WWE are going to the fans, you're in this with us, right? <laughs> <laughs> and now together, yeah, together forever. <laughs> Remember that, okay? Okay? We're not... We're, we're, if we go down, you go down. It's not that Mr. Burns thing. It's like you're here forever. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it's like. It's, it's crazy. It's like, you can't let me burn because then, then you'll burn, you fools. And we just put pictures of Asuka over it saying, do it for her. <laughs> I love that it's Asuka. That's a great choice. Yeah, it's absolutely. I'm watching the show for Asuka. <laughs> One Dude, day she'll uh, get that push. <laughs> come on, Asuka. Come on. Hey, she didn't win the 24-7 title. If anything, she came out that segment smelling of roses. Yeah, absolutely. Thank goodness. <laughs> so yeah, a weird, weird way to open the show. Um, yeah. I felt like a little bit uncomfortable about it, but at the same time, I'm, you know, by the end of the show, where I was like, wow, nothing really happened. At mm -hmm. least I can look back at this segment and think, it's a talking point. Yep. It's something. It's something. I was um, I was talking to Denise about this on Friday because mm. I was having a conversation with Satini Yangi of mm. uh, the the NXT review show fame, mm. and we were talking about like how man we've been through some dire periods of Raw. Oh, like yeah. I've watched Raw in some rubbish, rubbish periods. Mm. That was something I was like, yeah, you know, I used to watch it in the, the mid nineties, and mm. I was like, and if they can't turn me off with that, then I'm I'm watching this forever. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, yeah, same dude. Like we've watched through that mid two thousands dreadful period of time, the mm -hmm. reign of terror, and all of this. Yeah, we've watched the squashing of the Nexus, mm -hmm. the CM Punk, like that summer of punk that we all thought was going to be great, being not all that great yep. and then like because john cena lol john laurinitis and all of this sort of stuff mm. um i get a long title reign but it was all there just to give the rock a win and then yeah. like okay well we've just been through all of these bad times and yeah. i've been that angry guy on the message boards yeah smart marks forums being like raw's the worst it's the worst show ever i hate this show yeah and now i'm watching it being like this is, it's not a bad show no but it is boring. It's so dull. And I think that is worse. Yeah, oh, it's much worse. <laughs> so much worse. Because, like, if I was still an active member of the Smart Marks forums, yeah. I don't even know if forums are still really a thing these days. I guess <laughs> it's just Twitter. But, yeah. like, if I was to go on Twitter, like, I don't know what I would say. I can't live tweet this show. No. No. I don't know what I would say. No, exactly. And it's actually, it's, it's, I think it's ultimately, it reminds me of, um, uh, you know, the famous uh, entertainer P.T. Barnum. Mm. He used to write bad reviews about his own shows 
anonymously, write into newspapers, uh, basically saying, this show is awful, it's the worst thing I've ever seen. I hated it because he knew that people would have to see something that was really bad. At least it was something. Yeah, <laughs> they said that about um, Howard Stern. Mm. Like there was like, uh, his audience was sort of split in half. There was like half the viewers that, lit, that loved it. But mm. like, you know, the radio station did service. Like, well, why do they listen? It's like, well, they want to see what he's going to do next. And yet, like, well, what about the people that hate him? Yeah. It's like, they actually listen for longer. Mm. And the reason why is they want to see what he's going to do next because mm. they want to be angry about it. Yeah. And I think as wrestling fans, sometimes we want to tune into Raw because, oh man, what can I complain about this week? <laughs> yeah. But like at this point, there's very little to complain about. Yeah. There's almost nothing to talk about. Yeah, there's nothing going on. There's nothing happening. I don't know who should be pushed and who shouldn't because guess, nobody's really being pushed. I don't, I don't feel like anyone feels that special or anyone feels nope. like a star. Like they announced Roman Reigns is going to be on next week and I literally was like, oh, thank goodness for that. Like, <laughs> finally, someone's going to be on this show that feels like they're worth a damn. Yeah. And this show is packed full of stars and like great wrestlers. Yeah. But none of them feel special but like arguably only one good match yeah the rollins ezekiel yeah. match yeah which is remarkable that ezekiel match <laughs> like, hey that's seth rollins i think he's got a bit of a future on him yeah. <laughs> just say it was a remarkably just dull edition of monday night raw mm-hmm. and so a, a little peek behind the curtains here mm. i've been doing the raw review lately for the the edited review for the the rest of uh news yeah and um usually we try to write sort of 500 words Per third that we do, right? Yeah. So, like, Pete will write 500 words for his news. I'll write 500 words for the first half of the show, and then for the second half, and yeah. then that becomes our three-part structure we have on the rest of the news. Mm. And uh, Pete said to me the other day that, like, well, this is a couple of weeks ago now, that your um, your raw reviews tend to run short because I talk faster than most of the other hosts here. Mm. So, like, my 500 words really does need to be about 650 because mm. I, I go too fast. And he's like, like, I know they, they called about five minutes, but your reviews are clocking in at like almost about five minutes. Mm. I was like, well, Pete, it sounds like your segments are running short then. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but he was like, you just have to write longer reviews. <laughs> so they've been like, oh, I don't know how. <laughs> I don't know, I'm going to get an yeah. extra 150 words out of some of this stuff. Honestly, I'm amazed you've got 500 words out of this. <laughs> I had to invent a spinning wheel. <laughs> I managed to get through this one because I just recapped that whole that whole Amos period where it was just like people making entrances and then backstage segments and then ad breaks. And I was like, I'll just just recap the nonsense pacing. You may as well do because honestly, it was, it's getting worse. It's getting worse. I keep on thinking, no, they they got to stop this now, but it's only getting worse. They did it. They did it a few times in the show where somebody made an entrance and then like, you know, something else. Yeah. 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 Hey, tune back in later because that person entrance, (laughs) it will lead to something. (laughs) Um, we'll get into your old chats in just a second. Uh, just I know we're, we're not supposed to go on detours. Yeah, because we're we, you know, we're trying to stick. To, we don't want to be in this room for too long, no. basically, because it's so hot. Yeah, you mentioned uh, P.T. Barnum, yes. great showman. Yeah, my wife likes the soundtrack to that movie. Mm. Uh, so it's on our like shuffle playlist on Spotify. Oh yeah, I always know if a song has started because not because you can see the title or anything, but because you can't hear it <laughs> because it's just you <laughs> <laughs> Go back and listen to that soundtrack. Every song that Jackman sings just starts with him mumbling. (laughs) 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 Why is this song here? (laughs) 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 Volume down now. Come on, Hugh. That's what you're mixing out. (laughs) For goodness sake. Why not tell the true story of P.T. Barnum? who's a horrible, horrible man. Horrible human being. (laughs) Genuinely reprehensible on so many levels.
can join the conversation here. WrestleTalk.com forward slash support. Get your opinions heard about the Titus O'Neil opening. Anything that happened on this show, though, as we've said, wasn't a lot. Uh, Hawk the Outcast 823 says, Good day, guys. Titus's promo in the beginning reminded me of the Vince promo where he talked about the cure for the common show. Very please like us. We're here for you vibes. Also, weird coincidence this morning, before turning into the stream today, I was listening to Under Consultation, and you guys were talking about June. Now I tune in, and Sully is talking about it being as hot as Planet Arrakis. <laughs> Love the timing. <laughs> Lovely stuff. Man, that must be a really old episode of Under Consultation, then, because I think you know, the only June thing I can think of outside of the movie, mm. in Series 2, they reviewed uh, June 2, the video game. Mm. So it must have been that, so the Series 2 episode. But anyway, thank you so much for listening to my podcast and mm. watching this one. Yeah. Uh, Tengu Ray said, The opening was one of the most uncomfortable things I've seen in a while, especially with the allegations. Then you add to this, this is the second time they've used Titus to cover for scandalous moves. Remember him hosting WrestleMania with Hulk Hogan? Yes, I completely forgot about that, yes. Yeah. Poor Titus O'Neil. Yeah, coming out dressed as a pirate being army hard. Boo! Titus! In Florida, no less. Let Titus do other things rather than cover your for your horrible accents. Yeah, it's like the same state, like his home state. We're going to WrestleMania, guys. Let me tell you something, brother. Oh, man. Sorry, that really got me in the end. Oh, please don't boo us too much. Mm. Oh, wonderful. Uh, Jack Nichols says, 10 out of 10 show. Well-written show with character storyline developments, twists and turns that blew my mind. My new gripe is the roar this week was too short. Can't wait till next week. Sarcasm. <laughs> Josh's TKM wrestling stag last weekend. Email imminent. Very nice. We'll read that email out at some point in the show. Great. Uh, Charles Berg says, I'm here to make the argument that Thunderdome era roar was better. Don't get me wrong, both shows were hot garbage, but Thunderdome was so stupid it was somewhat entertaining. So we had things to laugh at, also dog photos. This show is just boring, jam that jam. Mm. That, you know what, like Charles has made this point before, that Thunderdome era of Raw has been better than live in person one. Mm. And I keep thinking that can't be possible. Yeah. Thunderdome era Raw was bad. Mm. But that's kind of what we were talking about earlier. Yeah. At least when it was bad, like, you know, Shayna Baszler running backstage and being chased by Lily Doll. Yeah. Or like, you know, yeah. all the all the Alexa Bliss transforming into different outfits <laughs> nonsense. But you're like, what is this show? Yes, like, yes. I don't know what am I watching wrestling or Buffy the Vampire Slayer? Like, <laughs> yeah, I don't really yeah. know what's going on here. But you're kind of right, like at least when I got sat down to review, I was like, I've got something to talk about this yeah. week. At least it was something. Yeah, it was something. They were trying. They were definitely throwing things at the wall. Yeah. Not all of it stuck. Nope. But some of it did. And, and in this case, they're just not... They're not even throwing anything. <laughs> they're just throwing it on the ground and then hoping that you tune in next week. It's it's real first draft. Like it's, <laughs> yeah. It smells of first draft material. Yeah, yeah. yeah this will do, right? <laughs> <laughs> this is... It's, it's there. It's definitely on. Oh, we've filled all three hours. We oh, we've absolutely filled the hours. Don't worry about that. Unless maybe it runs a little short and we have to continually come back to the Miz. But oh, whatever. We'll, we'll just have a contingency plan there. The Miz will cut a second promo. I'm sure that'll be. But it won't come to that. Though, it won't, it won't come to that. Well, we've filled all three hours. <laughs> of course, it took me three hours to write. <laughs> Surely going to take three hours. This to... did take three hours to write. <laughs> come on now. <laughs> Sorry, I'm being ridiculous. <laughs>
Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. You know it's all about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls. Manscaped, baby. Manscaped is the name. Performance package is the game. Lawn Mower 4.0. Waterproof cordless deal the show. Great deal. 20% off your order from your friends. Here at WrestleTalk, we love thee. Use the code WTTV. Free international shipping. We even get yourself two free gifts with the weed whacker for your nose. Because it's not just about your balls. Manscaped, baby. You know it's time to shave your balls! Treat yourself, baby! That's right, you can get 20% off your order and free international shipping at manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. That's 20% off your order, free international shipping, manscaped.com forward slash WTTV. Right, so let's talk about the rest of this week's show. 
Um, it, after the Titus thing, we had more Channing with Becky Lynch cutting a promo. She did a sort of extended train metaphor. Yes. <laughs> it's delightful. It's very nice. Like, very Becky's nice. a great promo, so like she can carry anything. Right? Yeah. And like she's this sort of really unhinged character, so it like completely makes sense that she's out there being like, I'm a train. I'm going to be two, two in the summer slam. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You're right. Like, that was brilliant. Yeah. Uh, and then it was uh, interrupting promo who because mm -hmm. Bianca Belair came out and then Carmella came out and they uh, set this up with the heels beating up Bianca Belair before the title match with Carmella. Yeah. So Bianca Belair is fighting from underneath in her match against Carmella mm -hmm. and they even added in the stipulation that if Bianca Belair gets counted out again like she did last week she will lose the title and it will go to Carmella. Mm. And even with all of that <laughs> this crowd still did not think that Carmella was going to win. <laughs> of course not. Weeks and weeks and weeks they were like what if we had this on? What if we had this on? Like, nah. And Belair's definitely winning here mate. Yeah absolutely. <laughs> Don't buy this for a second. <laughs> no way was Carmella going to win. Because <laughs> of course not. It's clearly leading to one way. It's going to be... And I'm glad that... I hope that Carmella now is just out of this. Yeah, me too. She, she could go and do stuff with her. Yeah. She'll have to be involved in this. Like, you know, they did it because Rhea Ripley... Yeah, we, we don't. I mean, I don't know what's going on with Ripley. No, no. And she had that photo on Twitter where she had like a heart thing on. So, oh my like, god! It's clearly something has happened with her, and you know, speediest recoveries. Yeah. So they had to sort of panic book this and put Mella in that position. Yeah. And it had to be Carmella because everyone else was involved in Money in the Bank. Yes. So I totally get it. Um, it's just that, like, you know, this is their fourth match in three weeks. Yes. And oh, I'm, I'm sick and tired of seeing this. <laughs> so like, done now. Yep. Moving. I say moving on to Becky versus Bianca, but. That was yep. the WrestleMania program and was the program for the back half of last year. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Really, I've just watched these two feud for a year now. <laughs> and you may say to yourself, like, hey, that's long-term storytelling and stuff. Mm -hmm. well, the problem is they've also had 20,000 matches in that time. So like, oh, I've seen them wrestle. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, I've seen them wrestle lots. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and I get to see them do it again at SummerSlam. Yep, absolutely you are. Yeah. And hopefully, maybe that will finally finish their feud for the moment. <laughs> Until yeah. the next Raw. Like if Belair beats Becky in 26 seconds, yeah. I think that'd be pretty great. That's what you want. Yeah. That's what you want. I think that'd be really good. And it seems like they're building up to a shock, quick victory. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think we're going to get... I mean, if we get another great match out of them, then yeah. like, I'm all grand for that as well. Because, That's great. you know, they did have one of the best matches at WrestleMania this year. So it's, yeah. it's too hard. It's not like difficult to complain about this. Yeah. Or, no, sorry, it's difficult to complain about this. Yeah. Because... Oh, they give me good wrestling. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. If they, if either of them weren't very good, then it'd be much more frustrating. This is absolutely fine. It's, it's, <laughs> and that's the problem, isn't it? It's like it's yeah. re it's really good wrestling. Yeah. And they'll do a really good match if they're given time. But it's a match that I've and a few I've already seen. So yeah. like I'm I'm kind of I'm ready for something new now. Mm. So like you know, Danielson and Omega had one of the best matches of last year. Mm. But if like. AEW would follow that up with like cool and then we're just going to do it next week on Dynamite yes and then we'll do it at the next pay-per-view as well yes and then we'll do it at the pay-per-view after that and then like in sort of years times like and we're going to go back to this match again and be like yeah, yeah cool but I, I have I've, I've want them to do something else now like, yes I'm ready please. for both of them to go in different directions yeah absolutely absolutely I mean it's the same with Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns <laughs> well yeah quite <laughs> like, yeah oh dear recap of Jeff Jarrett being announced as the guest referee for the SummerSlam tag team match because mm -hmm. Nashville. <laughs> Absolutely. That seems to be the only reason. It doesn't yeah. make any sense. Nope. I mean, cool. Jeff Jarrett. These referees are getting these decisions wrong. We need... <laughs> oh, we we need, need a wrestler. We need WWE producer <laughs> and director of live events. <laughs> Jeff Jarrett. That's what we need here. 
He knows how to referee better than referees. <laughs> the king of the mountain. <laughs> J-E-double-F. <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. It's like if like, you know, they were like, we haven't we don't have any good referees for the World Cup final, but we've got Pele. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Jurgen Klinsmann was available. <laughs> oh my God, I can't believe it. Oh God Almighty, it's Jurgen Klinsmann. It doesn't make any sense. He doesn't know how to referee a match. Well, I'm sure he'll be fine. I'm sure he'll be grand. I'm, I'm sure if you put a referee shot on him, yeah. he'd be competent enough at it. Absolutely. It, everyone's very excited about Jeff Jarrett as well, which I really enjoy. Yeah, it's, everyone's, <laughs> I, yeah. I guess people are excited about Jarrett because he's just been announced for the Ric Flair yeah. final match thing, but... When it was announced on Friday, I woke up and I was like, huh? <laughs> what? <Chat> Jeff? <laughs> why? why? But like people in the crowd seem to go wild when they hear his name. I don't know why. Maybe it's just the pumped in crowd noises that Maybe. WWE sometimes. Uh, I want you to, uh, I'm going to read this out to you now. Yes. TNA thing. So, Jeff Jarrett in TNA, his theme tune was My World. Uh, great, great theme song. One of the all-time greats. Mm. Uh, and I sent this into uh, Pete and Tempest, and they didn't seem to uh, appreciate it. Yeah. Um, why? Uh, can I get it from here? Yes, I can. Um, I sent this to Tempest and Pete, and they didn't seem to appreciate the, the, yeah. the genius of this writing by Dale Oliver yeah. uh, for the Jeff Jarrett uh, lyrics. So I'll, I'll read you them now. Mm. Um, this earth is not your place. The, sp uh, the pale skin is on your face. If you step inside with me, you will see a king. He ain't dead. He is Jeff. <laughs> Don't want to hear your big mouth talk in my world. <laughs> he is Jeff. He I is mean, Jeff. It's not wrong. It's not wrong. He is Jeff. <laughs> I cannot wait to finish this podcast and listen to this song. He in is its entirety. Jeff. He, he is Jeff. He ain't dead. He is Jeff. He is Jeff. <laughs> he is Jeff. <laughs> and it's just one of those names. Like, <laughs> I think Tempest pointed out recently, there's someone on the, the WWE roster called Eric. <laughs> That's it. Just Eric. Eric. <laughs> it's... it's... <laughs> Jeff. Jeff. Uh, we had the KO show with Matt Riddle. Kevin Owens returned on this show. Yeah. Lovely stuff. Henry do a great deal. Nope. Nope. I, I guess his feud with Ezekiel is over now. It doesn't make any sense, though. They're With all no sort of, resolution. They're all interlinked, but none of them are getting resolved. Yeah. That's what is uh, confusing me, because... Seth Rollins and Ezekiel seem to have problems with each other and Kevin Owens and Riddle well Kevin Owens wanted to become a tag team of Riddle and I was like actually that'd be, that, I'd love to see that yeah. that'd be great uh, but I suppose they're they're waiting until Orton comes back I get it yeah but like, and like I thought maybe they'll do something with the Rollins and Owens mm. like relationship that they had earlier on this year yeah but that that's doesn't appear to be part of this either because yeah. the, the segment was a bit of comedy mm. and then Seth Rollins attacked Riddle and Kevin Owens just vanished. Yep. Disappeared. And Rollins hit a couple of stomps and that was it. Yeah. Really strange. Yeah. Uh, I don't know where any of that it was necessarily leading. I know that obviously Rollins and Riddle are going to be facing each other. But like it didn't. I, I didn't feel like there was any. Nothing moved in the story. No. It was no. just. Oh, you still I actually think like the, the match they did. The Rollins versus Deco match actually was more effective than this segment. Yep. Was. And actually all this segment highlighted was we got nothing for Kevin at the moment. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kevin then interviewed with Ke not Kevin uh, Kevin <laughs> Patrick interviewed Seth Rollins um, mm -hmm. and Ezekiel walked up and that set up the match later on the Judgment Day cut a promo <laughs> and God, they're so lame <laughs> 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 two idiots 
they cut back to when they cut out Ed, and it was still like, this doesn't make any sense. It's also like, here's the only thing we've done in our five weeks together as a tag team. And it was the first thing we did together as a tag team. And, and it was probably one of the worst decisions we would have made as a group together, because since then, all we've done is sort of lose quite a few we've matches. Not, and not be on TV. <laughs> not be on TV. But as a reminder, here's what we did. Oh yeah, I could I could watch that all day. Finn, <laughs> why would you watch that all day? I feel like I watch it every week. <laughs> uh, Damian Priest then took on Rey Mysterio, yep. uh, which Priest won. Mm-hmm. Decent little match. Wasn't yep. even a huge amount of time, but it was okay for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, like the promo was to set up to be like, we guarantee that Dominic's going to join our group. Yeah, and the way they were going to do this is by going to give Rey Mysterio the concerto mm-hmm. and said, Dominic, if you don't join our group now, we're going to yeah. smash your dad's brains in just like we did, Edge. Yeah. So Tom says, oh, cool, I'll join your group. Mm. And they were like, nope, that was a test. <laughs> and they beat up Dominic and beat up Rey. Yep. And the commentators were like, it's because that's not the way they really want Dom to join the group. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was, like, okay. I was like, well covered, I guess. And then later on, <laughs> been probably being like, see, the plan was... <laughs> <laughs> They had to really go really, into it. Really, because it was like, all right, okay. Okay, it's... you did ask him, and then he <laughs> it, said he, he would. Said yes. And then you went, no, not like this, though. <laughs> it was like it was like, like, a, like a teenager trying to date, and you're somebody asking someone out, and then they go, yes, yeah, and they go, oh, no, but don't. Yeah. No, actually, now you've said yes, no, I'm not interested. <laughs> uh, we then got, <laughs> hilariously, a recap of Rollins attacking Riddle. Legit, it was one segment ago. <laughs> I didn't even realise that. I didn't my note. I was like, recap of Riddle and Rollins. Yep. And I was like, hang on. That literally just happened. <laughs> uh, the oh. Spooky promo for Edge. It was the same one we got last week. And then we got Rollins versus Ezekiel. Now, this gets a big thumbs up from me. Mm-hmm. A, decent little match. Yep. But B, I think what this really achieved is that this built Rollins. Yeah. This gave Rollins a really big, decisive win. Mm-hmm. Made him look <coughs> awesome. Yep. Like, Ezekiel's not doing anything at the moment, so yeah. it's absolutely fine to beat him. Yep. Rollins has got the big match at SummerSlam against Riddle. Yep. So Rollins has now got momentum moving yeah. forward. Yeah. He won. Yeah. I was like, they didn't do a big crazy angle with Riddle or anything like that, yeah. but they made Rollins look good. Yeah. And that's a good way to hype up a pay-per-view match. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is... This is really simple stuff here. It's like fundamentally never on these shows. <laughs> That's the thing. That is the thing. It's the most basic of things. You want people to buy the pay-per-view, so you make the people who are on the pay-per-view look very good. Yeah. And then people will buy the pay-per-view. And like people say, like, oh, why do you prefer AEW over WWE? Because mm. like, you know, cards on the table. Yeah. I do prefer watching Dynamite than I do Raw because yeah. Dynamite always feels like there's something happening, things are moving forward. Yes. And this is like this is what 85% of Dynamite is. Mm. It's matches like this where someone wins in a decisive manner mm-hmm. because you're building them up for something else. Yes. And that's great. Yeah. Like that's fine because some people are like are building up for stars because they've got star things they're going to be doing mm-hmm. while other people are just like, "Well, I'm just I'm doing this at the moment. I'm just treading water for the moment because yeah. then I'll do all the star making stuff and I will get the matches for the pay-per-view." Yeah, exactly. And it's fine. Yeah. It was it was perfectly, but it was like just a small level of competence on this show. Where I was like, <laughs> five stars. Absolutely five stars. Unbelievable. <laughs> Unbelievable. Because then <laughs> I'm legit going to read this in order as what happens. Yeah. 
We got a recap of Amos beating the Tag Team Championship contenders last week. Yeah. We then got Amos and MVP hanging out with the Usos backstage. Yes. Amos was terrible at acting. Oh yeah. <laughs> we then got the Usos making their entrance, and they announce it's Amos versus Angelo Dawkins coming up next. Mm -hmm. We then got an ad break. We then got the a recap of the Judgment Day beating up the Mysterions. Yep. They then announce it's Rey Mysterio's 20th anniversary celebration at Madison Square Garden next weekend. Yes. We then got Judgment Day backstage cutting a promo about Dominic explaining their actions. Yes. And they announce that they want to challenge the Mysterions to a match at Madison Square Garden next week. Mm -hmm. They then recap Jeff Jarrett being the special guest referee for the match at SummerSlam. Yep. We then got the Street... We then got Omos making his entrance. We then got the Street Profits <laughs> cutting a promo. We then got the Street Profits <laughs> making their entrance for Omos versus Angelo Dawkins, a match that was announced ages ago. <laughs> and the match went 90 seconds. <laughs> when MVP caught a Moss DQ. Yeah. For, <laughs> my, for no reason. Why would... My, my, my one note on this is, why would MVP do this? Why would he do it? It was so obvious. He was just like... It was this was like... <laughs> if you're playing... Um, like, say you're playing 2K with some friends. Yeah. But like, oh, we don't want to do a tag team match. There's four of you there. And we're like, oh, we don't want to do a tag team match. We'll just yeah. do a singles match. But you others, you can be the managers. Yeah. But you don't want to just stand there. So you're yeah. constantly, like, reaching into the ring to trip up the other people. <laughs> yeah. That's what this match was. <laughs> it was Montez Ward constantly reaching in to trip up Mars. And MVP constantly reaching in to trip Angelo Dawkins. <laughs> Only he got caught. And the was like, DQ. <laughs> that was pretty obvious. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. All of that. For a 90 second match. Yeah. And then Adam Pierce comes out and be like, tag team match. <laughs> I was like, why don't you just make it a tag team match? Why don't you just announce it was a tag team match? Why not do it as a tag team match? But well, they wanted the hilarity of MVP having to wrestle in his suit. Uh, what hilarity did that lead to, Sullivan? <laughs> Here was another DQ. <laughs> exactly, he didn't even pin MVP. Like, he'd slip in his dress shoes or anything like that. No, he was competently wrestling and then the Usos caused a DQ. I got such a huge chunk of this show. I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. It went on for so long. It for ages. Nothing. What what a colossal waste of time. <laughs> Such a waste of time. It felt like the entire second hour was this. <laughs> Most of it was centered around almost an MVP who aren't involved in their match at SummerSlam. So it's not even building Why for isn't the boss the referee? <laughs> yeah. Well, at least he's involved in the story. <laughs> and then like, man, can you imagine the Nigerian giant as the referee? Yeah. Like a tiny referee shirt That's on. That's hilarious. Hilarious. <laughs> I get down and uh, count the pin because he can't take bumps. Like, <laughs> yeah, exactly. This, isn't there? Ah, Jeff Jarrett, of course. <laughs> I think it was uh, it was excellent storytelling. I don't know what you're talking about, Luke. <laughs> <laughs> I think they, they smashed it out the park. Honestly, it was like half an hour oh. it took to do all of that. Uh, and then oh. backstage, Sarah Schreiber interviewed... Well, I think she was supposed to interview The Miz, but Veer yeah. showed up yep. and just went, looked at the camera and went, boo. <laughs> and, and then he just went, just went off. We're at that stage now of Veer's push, where yep. it's like, well, the squash matches, amazingly, didn't work. I yeah. can't imagine why, because it never works. So he just says boo now. <laughs> and she's not even that scared, really, not that bothered by him. It, oh, by him in oh, any oh, way. What a vicious savage he is. <laughs> boo. All right, uh, okay, well, here's the Miz. <laughs> I'm going to go and chat with this guy. That guy's weird. <laughs> How are you doing, the Miz? <laughs> 
<laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> Sorry, how, are you really how are you doing, The Miz? <laughs> how are you doing, The Miz? The Miz. <laughs> Sarah interviews Vita. He says boo because he's weird. Oh, she was supposed to interview Miz. What was that? <laughs> anyway, Miz cuts the same promo he's done for the last few weeks. It, it was literally a, a recap of the story without having to show all of the story that's happened. Oh, yeah, because that's, that's what Theory's here to do. Because yeah. <laughs> Austin Theory comes out and just walking recap machine Austin Theory. He's like, hey, everyone. So I lost my title at Money in the Bank. <laughs> but then I won the Money in the Bank briefcase. And then at SummerSlam, I'm going to cash it on Roman Reigns or Brock Lesnar. <laughs> And then last week, Dolph Ziggler came up <laughs> with video packages either side of this. I'm like, so I talked about this in my edited review. I'm going to talk about it here in case anyone hasn't seen it. Stanley's ethos. Like, what a brilliant ethos this was. Me and mm. Ollie used to run this ethos as well when we used to do our old movie podcast. Mm. Every comic book is someone's first comic book. Right. So you can't write a comic book expecting that every reader has read everything that's come before it. Mm -hmm. So sometimes you'd have like those little uh, box outs that were like, read X-Men 52, true believer. Mm. And, you know, something along those lines, right? So I think that WWE treat Raw as like, every episode of Raw is someone's first episode of Raw. <laughs> yeah, So definitely. we have to keep, you have to try and bring people up to speed. Yeah. But there has to be a better way than this. Because <laughs> this is a bad way of yeah. structuring it. Yeah. Because what you end up doing is you're never moving stories forward. You're just recapping <laughs> what happened the previous week. Yeah. And what, if nothing happened the previous week, like, there's nothing to recap next week. Nope. So what you're going to do is just recap what happened two weeks ago. Yes. So absolutely. it'll be the same promo we got this week. <laughs> so you're just recapping the recap promo. <laughs> To sense what's been happening, it, 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 it's it's remarkably poor uh, storytelling because you could what you could do is just have those you have them already recap things on things that have happened in the first hour for goodness sake or two segments ago. Yeah. So what would you use it then? And that's fine. And it's you know it's a little bit boring, but it's fine. You know if you watched every week, then you can skip through that bit. But you don't have to have the wrestlers coming out and talking about it. Obviously, that's what the commentators are there for. Yeah. So like you can have AJ yeah. Styles versus Austin Theory. Austin Theory makes his entrance here. Little inset promo from Austin Theory being like, "I'm Austin Theory. I'm the youngest Money in the Bank winner yeah. at SummerSlam. I'm going to cash this in, and I'm going to be the youngest Universal Champion in history." Yeah. And then the commentators be like, "Well, you know, he had a bad time at Money in the Bank, losing the US Championship, but he's got his rematch coming up at SummerSlam." Yep. Rather than having Theory stand out there and just be like, hey guys, so if you haven't been around for the last few weeks, here's the skinny. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. It's like... Get your pad and paper ready because I've got a lot to say. <laughs> it's like when you watch a film and somebody is just telling, just doing exposition. Oh yeah. Like, yeah, there's just so many characters like that. Great example of this. I was listening to a podcast uh, that was reviewing the movie. Toy Story 3 mm. is really, really good at recapping the story and like making sure that everyone's aware of what the stakes are like every handful of scenes or so they will find a way to insert into this and he's going to college this friday mm. so we've got to get back there by friday yeah you know and like it's it's never like hey guys you, you all remember like, yeah and he's going to college this friday so we need to get out of daycare now and get back there yeah but like they just weave it within conversations mm. so it feels like oh right yeah that's the ticking clock that we're working against here so we're yes. like we all know what the stakes are we're all aware of everything we're moving towards yeah it's a much better way than, you know, <laughs> toy, no, Woody coming out and being like, hey guys, so in Toy Story 1. <laughs> <laughs> and he got this new toy, Buzz. Boy, did I not like him. Oh, I did not like him at all. He said he was falling with style. But then, so get this, turns out I'm a really rare toy. <laughs> this guy, Pete, finds me. Or Al, Al finds me. He on this toy barn. 
And what I'm looking to do now <laughs> is to get out of this daycare. <laughs> Oh. So yeah, anyway, so that's, that's what Theory did. And then yeah. Age of Stars came out, and uh, they had a match. Uh, and did I recap this? Did I actually do this bit in my review? I don't know if I did. What, the uh, AJ I actually theory. don't think I talked about this in my review. <laughs> Amazing. Whoops, because I definitely didn't. Oh, no, I did recap it because I did the bad finish. Yeah, yes. Theory lost by count out. Yep. Yeah. Uh, of course he did. After two DQs, it, it, it followed by <laughs> followed by a count out. I was like, this is this is ridiculous. So uh, someone's just said, then you can't compare Toy Story to WWE. Toy Story appeals to kids. Oh no, wait. That's what, <laughs> <laughs> what WWE are trying to do. <laughs> also, on a crib, someone's coming. I left on my edited review video. You know when they were like recapping, they're like people make an entrance, then you go an ad break. Yeah. They said you should call that segment everything, everywhere, all at once. <laughs> Really made uh, me laugh. Very good. That's very good. I, I am going to steal it. Oh, yes. I'll, I'll credit who it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah, another loss for Theory. Hasn't won a singles match since Hell in a Cell. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hasn't won a singles match since Hell in a Cell. Oh, my God. I can't believe that. No. Can't, can't be. Like, because, you know, this is WWE. He's got the briefcase. So, like, yeah. you can beat him seven ways till Sunday. Yeah. Because doesn't matter he's got the briefcase he'll probably be the champion and then you can just forget all the losses yes exactly and just, it, i just don't think it builds people up. <laughs> also are we thinking uh that dolph ziggler i mean what why he's doing all this i don't know that's never explained but do we think that he's the one who's gonna ultimately stop him from cashing in i mean that's not a bad shout you know yeah, yeah actually like we were talking about this like is he gonna cash in at SummerSlam? yes i mean I, th I came up with the theory that maybe he'll get beaten up so badly by bobby lashley he's not gonna be around for the end of the show yes but yeah quite like the idea is that he tries to do that but ziggler actually stops him yes and that's how you like almost start or actually add the next gear mm. of theory versus Ziggler. Yes, yeah, that, that makes that makes most sense to me because obviously you, I don't think I don't think we want theory cashing. I don't think even WWE want theory cashing in at SummerSlam. I think it's, they're going to save that for another time, and uh, I don't know when that will be. <laughs> yeah, because there is a you can do a story there of like you know Ziggler. Hey, look, I think I had the greatest cashing of all time. Mm. And I don't want you trying to steal my spot like you kids and sort of being the, the the grizzled old vet that's trying to keep this younger kid down. Yes, but yeah. you can play it off as a babyface thing because you're you're a turbo revving young punk, and I'm going <laughs> to put an end to you. Yes, yes. Uh, we've got a massive promo for Becky uh, Lynch versus Bianca Belair, mm -hmm. uh, and then we got Titus doing some nice stuff in Tampa with backpacks. That's lovely. Then we got a six-woman tag. This came out of nowhere, first of all. I had no yeah. idea this was on the show. Because they'd announced they were doing Miz TV with Logan Paul. I was like, oh, okay, well, that's the main event then, I yeah. guess. And then when Alexa Bliss came out, I was like, what? are we squeezing a match in before? Because <laughs> there's not a lot of time left on this show, guys. <laughs> but no, it was Alexa Bliss and Asuka and Dana Brooke versus Dewdrop and Nikki A.S.H. and Tamina. Now... You look at some of those names there, you're like, wow, Alexa Bliss? Yeah. Wow, Asuka? Brilliant. I wonder if there's going to do some big stuff in this. Maybe some big yeah. character stuff in here. No, it was uh, it was 24-7 stuff. Yes. Yeah, yes. Uh, immediately 24-7 stuff. Yep. Because Tazawa, I've written here, Tazawa pins Reggie, but that's not what happened. No. Uh, Tazawa pinned Dana to yes. win the title. Then Nikki pinned him. Mm-hmm. Then Alexa, Alexa pinned Nikki. Nikki. And then Dewdrop pinned Bliss. Yeah. And then Tamina pinned Dewdrop and won the title. Yes. Then Brooke pinned Tamina to win the title back. Yeah. And then Asuka won the actual six woman tag by <laughs> tapping out Nikki Cross. I written here, that was a mess, and I feel bad for everyone involved. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. None of them. None of them deserved that. It was complete chaos. Poor Alexa Bliss. Honestly. 
Asuka was in that ring. I mean, Alexa Bliss had to be actually actively involved. I, I don't know why we had to have Alexa Bliss win this belt. No. Like, really devalues Alexa Bliss massively. That, that's... Like, if, if the comedy geeks in this, like... Dana Brooke and yeah. Nikki A.S.H. and Dewdrop. Like, if they win the title, like, yeah, it's fine. You know, yeah. it's fair game or whatever. But like, Bliss is a star. Like, yeah. she's actually, like, someone you could do something with. Mm -hmm. You brought her back for no reason, it would seem. Yeah. Because, like, your whole plan, the whole reason you didn't bring her in for WrestleMania is like, well, we don't have a storyline for her. Yeah. So then you brought her back after WrestleMania with no storyline. Yeah. So now None. she's just on the show being like, hey, I'm Alexa Bliss, guys. She feels like this nostalgia act. Yeah. It's really weird. It's so weird. She feels like they're, they're bringing her out every week to be like, hey, guys, look, it's Alexa Bliss. Do you remember Alexa Bliss? I'm like, yeah, she's like 26. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't know how old she is. Hold on. We can find out. I mean, the closest she's got to a storyline is sort of being friends with Liv Morgan. That's the closest she's got. And now because Liv's on SmackDown, they're like, I guess Asuka's here, so yeah. we'll just do it with Asuka yeah. instead. She's 30. She's 30. She's 30. So, like, the teach the trainer, like, she's been around, like, I mean, she has been here forever, but also... She's still brand new. Yeah, absolutely. She could easily be women's champion. Easily. Easily. And we'd be great at it. I, I love Becky Lynch. Yeah. I really do. And I think Becky Lynch and Bianca Belair will have another great match at SummerSlam. Yeah. But like, Bliss is right there. Yeah. That's a fresh feud yeah. that we haven't done like for a long time. I don't think we've ever done it, really. No. So Alexa Bliss going after the Women's Championship, going after Bianca Belair. Be great. Two people that we've not really seen interact. Yeah. That's something new. It's something fresh. If you turn Bliss heel, she's a great heel. Great heel. So, One of the best. Yeah. Why not do it? But no, in here, she just she wins the 24-7 title. I hate that. Yep. Hate it a lot. No, it, yeah, it's, it, it, it's, it's, it's amazing how much of a poison chalice that title is. Yeah. And it just really, actually, it really lowers your stock. Massively as so. As soon as you hold it, even for a second. And I, I, um, <laughs> I don't, I'd like to think... That they told Asuka, hey, you're going to also win the 24-7 title in this segment. And she was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm good, sir. Nah, I'm I'll, all right. I'll just win the match. I'm really good. <laughs> I'll just do the wrestling. Thanks. Uh, then the Mysterions cut a promo on the Judgment Day accepting their match. They announced the Roman Reigns will be on the show next week. Miz did a celebrity softball thing. And then we got Miz TV with Logan Paul. Cannot believe this was the main event. He got, Logan Paul got booed so badly by this audience, Corey Graves had to be like, yeah, it looks like the WWE Universe prefers The Miz. I'm like, yeah, of course <laughs> yeah, they, they do. do. They definitely do. Because no one likes Logan Paul. No, he's insufferable. He is insufferable, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. He stands in the ring, he's got this stupid face on him. Yep. And I'm like, I don't know why this, like, I know why the company thinks he's a baby face. Mm. I'm like, oh, he's got 25 million followers on the, the TikTok. And he's yeah. like, well, of course, 25 million people love him then, I guess. As yes. opposed to the Howard Stern thing of, yeah. people probably hate followers. Yes, absolutely. And like they're just desperately trying to make him a babyface, and the crowd are going, "No!" But they're not like massively booing him. Mm. It's like, ah, boo, yeah, I boo. guess. Yeah, boo. boo. I don't like him much. <laughs> also, I don't really like the Miz either. So, yeah, yeah Miz, I guess. Boo. <laughs> boo. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, guess what they said? Miz has got tiny balls. It's very good. It's funnier the more they say it. Yeah. It's even better. He's got that T-shirt. He's got a T-shirt now. Wow. I, oh, hate, yeah. I hate that. <laughs> I hate that T-shirt. <laughs> and then, like, so you, afterwards, they, you know, like they accept the match because, well, Miz accepts Logan Paul's challenge because they talk about his tiny balls. Mm. And then 
he goes out the ring and Champa attacks Logan Paul. I'm like, oh, okay, and here's the big segment to end off this show, which mm. is Miz. It's Logan Paul's big first thing he's done since signing his W contract, and the heels beat him up seven ways or something. They proper lay him out, and the heels stand tall. Yeah. Maybe that'll give some people some really good baby face fire behind Logan Paul. Mm. And what happened was Logan Paul just stopped selling and got out the <laughs> ring and walked around. I was like, oh, okay. Oh, so. You're just running away. <laughs> okay. Like a heel would. Yeah, in a way, it felt a little bit. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, well, I mean, I guess it's two on one, but also, like, you got to fight back a little bit. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. I don't yeah. know, just, he just, I don't know, why don't you just lay him out? Yeah, yeah. Do That's something. Fine. Yeah. Because then the show runs short, <laughs> and Miz, like, they do this big recap video of it, and then adverts for SummerSlam and stuff, and then comes back to the Miz. Sarah Schreiber's runs into the ring and like, Miz, we're running low on time. Cut a promo. And he's like, hey, you, Logan Paul. <laughs> At SummerSlam. Oh, why, when I get there, when I get to Nashville, in SummerSlam. Oh, oh, oh wow. Hey, well, 30, All right. 30 more seconds? Yeah, okay, what? Okay. Champers here. Right. Oh, sir. Oh, sir. <laughs> right, let's just stare down, down at this direction for a bit. <laughs> Run out of things to say. Oh. Balls. And then puts the microphone out. Oh, and stare. Oh. Is, the, is the graphic up yet? Yeah. Uh, are, we, are we out? <laughs> good. Okay, good. Okay, good. <laughs> and that was it. That was all of Raw. The, the show, as I said to you earlier, before we got on camera, it just petered out. It just sort of sort of ended. Peter out, what a nice guy. <laughs> what, a, love, what a lovely man. What a lovely guy. <laughs> Awkward on TV shows. <laughs> hey, when he shows up on TV shows. It's so annoying. Because <laughs> you're right, the show did actually massively pizza out. Yeah, it just <laughs> ran out of my tears. Uh, uh. They, they wrote down Angelo, Bers Angelo Dawkins versus the Moth, and were like, well, we can't get 25 minutes out of that, yeah. so how can we stretch this out over 25 minutes? <laughs> We've got the perfect idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but I, and I gave it like two out of five. Yep. Because it's think that's fair. Like it's, you know, bang average episode of Raw. Like just yep. nothing happening. People are like, you're way too kind on the show. But like I'd like to save my one out of five for actively bad episodes of Raw. Yes. This wasn't actively bad. It was just dull. It was yes. boring. There was nothing happening. Uh, one out of five was almost so bad it's almost good. Yeah, oh, so man, I'd, I'd, oh, I'd kill for a one out of five show, Sullivan. I really would. Hey. I'd do anything for a one out of five episode of Raw. Yeah. Oh, just a measly crumb of a one out of five episode of Raw. <laughs> Think of the fun we'd have. <laughs> so good. Be so good. No, two out of five is, I think, much more damning. <laughs> so much worse. It's so much worse. It's like, it's like when you go to the end of a fringe, the, you're, the enemy of your of your, your reviews are the three out of five and two out of five reviews. Those are the ones you don't want. <laughs> You want one or five? That's all you want. <laughs> They're the best. Oh well, I'm sure grubby little mitts won't have those, those issues. You got, no. your, you got your four. We got a four. That's that's all right. Hopefully a five or a one. That's good. Yeah, that's, that's what, what we're we aiming need. for. Yeah. So if, if you're going to the Edinburgh Fringe <laughs> and you're writing reviews, please give us either a one star or a five star. If you go to if you go to Sullivan's show at the Edinburgh Fringe and you're like, man, that was a that's a real two out of five show. Yeah. One star review. Just, just give just it a one star. Just do a one star just, review. Just do a one star review. It's absolutely fine. If you just to support me, it really brings in tickets. Honestly, <laughs> BT Barnum is a genius. <laughs> okay. A terrible human being. <laughs> terrible, terrible man. Always horrible. Uh, right, well, let's.
let's uh, give a special shout out to some of our $25 above or more pledge hammers on Patreon. You can get those, uh, you can get a shout out like that over at patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. We're also, I'm just going to put some Hall of Fame music on here. Uh, myself and Tempest will be reviewing WCW Bash at the Beach 1996 for WrestleTalk Extra. Mm. One of the most pivotal pay-per-views of, of all time. Um, I've been watching the show and it's a real nothing show until something happens right at the end. But hey... <laughs> John Tenter versus Big Bubba in a coins in a sock on a pole match. <laughs> and then it was followed up with, this is a bit of a spoiler for the, the review. Yeah. Diamond Dallas Page versus Jim Duggan with like a, a ring on the line, the Lord of the Ring. And I was like, oh, it's the Dynamite Diamond Ring. Duggan <laughs> <laughs> really does like WCW. <laughs> uh, but also, you, uh, hey, you like Quizzlemania, don't you? I love it. Absolutely. I, I mean, I'm a big fan of Quizlemania as oh, well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But like, you know, if I am not one of us, I can't be on Quizlemania. Yeah. But we can be on Fan Quizlemania. Mm. We've got Fan Quizlemania this week with Andy Datsun hosting a fabulous little quiz online. Yeah. It's a lot of fun, Fan Quizlemania. We really, really enjoyed doing it. We've had a lot of fun on there. You've done a couple of you now. And it's absolutely fantastic. Yeah. It's really fun. Andy is both the best and worst host uh, at it because <laughs> always something goes wrong. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But he's amazing at it. Um, so again, check that out. Patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. And shout out to Michael Mark for Life Plowman. And meticulous Michaela Traub. NJ Hornsberg. This is some kind of Patreon shout out. Nate dropped surname. The Batsman, Nathan Batty. Oh, Kingslayer. Peter Fiber Brontus. Probably better than Kyle Philip O'Reilly. The man who wears the gold. The man recognized by SWAF Nation International, the 24-7 champion, our legend. Daylight robbery. Robbery. <laughs> robbery, Rob James. Rob Steiner Recliner. And yo, Adrian Rocky. Thank you all so much for your amazing support on patreon.com forward slash WrestleTalk. Uh, let's do the rest of your ultra chat. See yes. what you've got to say. Join the conversation. Ding, ding, ding. This is your final call for them. It's uh, wrestle.com forward slash support. And we're going to kick things off here with Riot DR that says, Hey, yo. You've stated that Raw is a decent two-hour show that actually happens to be three hours. I'd like to add, Raw books about two weeks worth of story and stretches them out over a month and a half. Rematches and recaps galore. What a bore. Oh, and hello, Sullivan. Hello. That's a really good point. I like that a lot. Mm. It's a two-week story stretched out over a month and a half. Yep. I, nice. think, I think that makes a lot of sense, yeah. Uh, Will Campbell says, hello, Sullivan. Mm. Also, poor Titus. Only being trotted out when WWE is trying to smooth something over. I was at both nights of WrestleMania 37, and by pure association with Mr. Jam, that jam himself, the man was getting booed out of the building, and it was louder in person. Oh. Poor, poor guy, he doesn't deserve it at all. He doesn't. What a nice guy. <laughs> He's just standing near Hulk Hogan. That's his <laughs> cry. Boo, boo. Uh, Micah Pellegrini. Hey, fellas, been a while, so take my Australian dollars. Uh, did Titus come out as a surrogate for Vince to say, nothing bad happens here? Here's me being a nice man. Very nice, very weird. Also, Sullivan's laugh is infectious. Thank you. And it is. But yes, that is. He was trying to have to, have to be like, this company's great, guys. Yeah. Honestly. Oh, yeah. What a place. Oh, there's nothing wrong here. 70 billion views on YouTube. Yeah. 70 billion people can't be wrong. You, you know a company's good when they're continually saying how they're not bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, we're not bad though. We're yeah. not. So don't worry about it. <laughs> like someone made this uh, thing during Pride Month. It was just like this is what corporations are at the moment. Yeah. You know, like every corporation changes their logo to the thing, yeah. right? And it was like Wayland Utani from like or like OCP from Robocop. Pride <laughs> Month being like, hey guys, look at us, Pride Month. Eh? <laughs> You're also evil. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, Dark uh, Train 24 said, I tried to watch Rob. I watched the Ms. Logan Paul segment and all the recap stuff and the theory promo, and I just went, nope. Easier to watch through YouTube, mm. is where I would say. Mm. Uh, Chris here says, I'm in two minds about Alexa this week. Well, I'm finally glad she's a Grand Slam champion. I don't think that counts, um, but is this, a, uh, this is what I want by putting Alexa in a title picture. Good example of what is wrong uh, with WWE if you cannot book that person right. Mm. Um, yeah, pretty much. Like, it's... <laughs> And like, I really felt like they were trying to protect her as well. Like, when yeah. she came back, they were like, "Oh man, she's unbeaten on Raw and that's over." Yeah, oh, she got pinned in ten seconds flat by Dewdrop here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nothing against Dewdrop. Bloody, I love me some Dewdrop. No, Give her a serious title contendership run. Absolutely. Like, if you want to pin, if you want to pin Alexa Bliss with Dewdrop, that's absolutely fine. But not for the twenty-four-seven title, for in, goodness' sake. In five seconds. Yeah. After she's won it. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Not cool at all. No, no, uh, Charles Berg said, "Sully, I have a question." Did you play Shredder's Revenge? We played it today! We did, we played it on our lunch break today. <laughs> yes. We played it, uh, me, you, Adam, and Terry. Yeah. Terry very much got into it. She was making all the noises and stuff. <laughs> she kept it going, hiya! <laughs> In her French accent, it's fantastic. Uh, I loved it, it's a great game. Good game. Yeah. Winner's uh, Leonardo. Yeah, absolutely. Chelsea, Chelsea, He's the blue one. <laughs> he's the blue one. <laughs> Uh, Donatello, of course, he's the best one. Mm -hmm. uh, Adam was Raph at first, then changed to. Oh no, it was April at first, then yes. changed to uh, Raphael. Mm -hmm. And Terry was Mikey, and then changed to Splinter. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a rat, she said. <laughs> I'm a rat. You have to listen to me. <laughs> I am your sensei. <laughs> Uh, Nathan Portwoman says, back at it again with my out of subject question. Oh, sorry, I actually, to finish Chelsea's <laughs> <question>. Sorry. <laughs> So distracted when I talking about Splinter, I got distracted. Um, you know, because you said you would. Uh, I mean, I know you wouldn't want to be out there as a liar, right? But Luke, according to you, Tempest uh, didn't ask to join uh, Ollie and Laurie. Is this true? No, it's technically not true. The controllers we had weren't, like, they weren't connected to the PlayStation, so mm. Tempest couldn't join in. Yeah. Um, so Tempest would have loved to have joined, but only, only, me, and only me and Ollie could play. Yes. But I've now fixed the controllers there, and now are connected to the PlayStation, so now we can have all of us playing in the office again. Great. So, yeah. So, Tempest has watched me play it for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess in some ways is like joining in. <laughs> uh, sorry, Nathan Portman says, back at it again with my out-of-subject question, steak and kidney pie. So this comes from the Friday show I did with Denise, where someone yeah. asked with a, like, if you could make a deal, uh, like, if you could suggest a, a dish for people to cook that's mm. from your home country. <laughs> so Denise suggested something uh, from her Latinx uh, heritage. Yep. And I said, steak, kidney pie, and chips. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Because I, when Great I was choice. back in my meat-eating days, loved a steak, kidney pie. Oh, so tasty. Oh, it's delicious. Yeah. Love steak, kidney pie. Like, is, is, have you got a pie of choice? Oh, oh. I mean, steak and kidney's definitely up there. Absolutely. I mean, I do like steak and ale, and also uh, chicken and mushrooms always nice. Mm -hmm. I mean, all of these are good. They're all delicious. Oh, I mean, every pie is good pie. Right? Well, yeah, yeah, pie. Yeah, bad pie. Bad pie. <laughs> when I, I used to get them from the chippy, you know the pucker pie ones. So they put them in the microwave, so they oh, get yes. like really soft pastry. Yeah. So the way you to do that is you take the lid off, mm -hmm. and then you just dip your chips into the gravy. Mm. You're essentially using your chips as a spoon. So you're spooning out the gravy, spooning out the steak and the kidney, and then you get the pie, and you fold up the pastry. Before you know it, you've got a little pasty on your hands. That's amazing. It's three meals. <laughs> for the price of one. For the price of one. <laughs> Idiots, they don't realise what I'm doing. They're still charging me for one meal. 
smart. I'm smart, me. <laughs> Can't get anything past me. <laughs> anyway, Nathan said, I wasn't sure of it, but it was tasty. So now I ask you, Sonny, what is your favorite European dish that you recommend I make? As usual, thank you for everything. Love you guys. Well, if you're going for, uh, uh, you know, British, I would say you must try a uh, sticky toffee pudding. Oh, great shout. The best pudding King of puddings. It's fantastic. King of puddings. If you're going for actually just generally European, I would recommend uh, Kaiserschmarrn. Is a is an excellent Austrian dish. It's it's got like plums and and and. But also a Käsekrainer is the best best Austrian hot dog. Oh yeah. It's a hot dog infused with cheese. Oh hello. It's un- unbelievable. <laughs> it was so good. I went to go and watch a football match in Rapid Vienna because of course. And uh, <laughs> I went. <laughs> So I went along, and then I went to the I went to the stands, and I got the equivalent of like what is a pie for us. <laughs> this went, oh, I'll have this kiss a kiss a bitter, and they were like, you know, gave it to me, and it's completely like manufactured, like really cheaply, obviously, but it was so delicious. I had to come back and go, that was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> Can I have another one? <laughs> Like, okay, so of course we will get to another one. That's very strange. I've never had anyone say that to me before because it's just normal over there. It's just perfectly normal food. Kaiserkrain is though delicious. Mwah. If you're ever up uh, Liverpool Way and you are going to a football match, maybe mm. to Goodison. Oh yeah, Scouse pie. Oh yeah. Oh, Scouse pie at Goodison. Very nice. I like Scouse pie. Yeah, I've uh, I've had it. I mean, Scouse is like it's one of my favorite. It makes me think of home. My mum makes the best Scouse. Makes the best pan of Scouse. Yep. When I argue, like anyone else be like, no, me mum makes the best Scouse. I'm like, no, no, you're wrong. <laughs> my mum makes the best pan of Scouse because <laughs> everyone thinks their mum does, but my mum is the one. She is the one that has the best pan of Scouse. <laughs> and like the only other bit of Scouse that I would say mm. is nearer to me mum's is when I have a Scouse pie at Goodison. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's good. Oh, delightful. Uh, do you want to do our last few Absolutely. that we've got here? Absolutely, yes. Um, so, uh, the Cosmic Anvil. Cosmic Anvil, of course, is what it is. Uh, it's it's I, all one I, word. I, I knew you'd get there. Yeah, yeah, I'll get there in the end. Hey, lads, the COVID's finally caught up, uh, caught up to me. Oh, I'm very sad to hear that. However, bright side is I can I can't sleep, so I can catch these streams instead. Love seeing Sully on the reviews. Thank you very much. Uh, just wondering if Ollie has stopped doing the raw reviews for good. Feels bad for the heat. Good luck. Yeah, it is. It's hot in here at the moment. Oh, yeah. uh, Ollie is just on a bit of burnout at the moment with raw, so it's just yeah time away from it entirely yeah. fair given absolutely given the state of raw <laughs> yeah. uh blue star 124 said just want to support you guys love your show thank you so much thank that's you, really Percy. nice thank you blue star. and uh percy sm said best recap ever is samurai jack 20 seconds of screenshots with badass music music in the background <laughs> or music yeah it's a bit like um the openings to like spider-man 2 and 3 yes they recap the previous movie with yeah all those really nice drawings and stuff yes very yeah. very very good yeah, maybe that's what they need to do with Raw. I would love that. Yeah. That'd be great. Just like a like a music video star thing at the start. They'd be like, here's what happened last week. Yeah. That'd be I genuinely would much prefer that to everything that they do right now. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Uh, but thank you all so much for your generous ultra chats here on the show. And thank you so much for joining us. Uh, all uh, 1,500 of you watching this stream. Please do press the thumbs up button before you leave. Thank you very much for that. And subscribe if this is your first time here. Let us know in the comments down below. What's your favorite type of pie? Um, do you think your mum does the best pan of scouse? Because you're wrong. Um, <laughs> 
<laughs> We're back tomorrow here on the Rest Talk Podcast. Sat Ini Yangi and SP3 reviewing NXT 2.0. The fallout of Cora Jade. Devious heel turn. <laughs> oh. oh. Breaking skateboards. <laughs> oh, that Cora Jade. She was a skater girl. And then I'll see you later, girl. <laughs> And then Ollie and I will be back on Thursday to review AEW Dynamite. But until then, take care, everyone. I love you. Goodbye. Jam that jam. Jam that jam. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health-monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 